This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me and Kyle this week on Saturday to get in the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Sharks. Um, today we have a special guest, uh, Josh Tesler, who's going to be joining us from Smart Scouting. Um, I'm JD. I'll be joined with Eric and Kyle will be jumping in in a little bit. Um, so we're going to start our draft profiles of some of the top uh, picks in the uh, 2021 NHL draft, because um, if you haven't figured out by now, the Sharks are probably going to be picking pretty high. Um, so we want to start going through some of these uh, top guys and um, this year, we're going to change up the format a little bit, um, where not only are we going to look at their statistical profiles and stuff, but we're actually going to try to get um, some of the uh, experts in the hockey scouting community to come on and actually talk about these guys so we can try to get a little bit more than us just reading scouting profiles and watching videos on them. So um, again, Josh Tesla is going to join us in a minute to talk about him, but right now we want to kind of break down uh, Matt Benier's um, his season at Michigan and kind of look into his numbers. Uh, Eric, are you ready to talk about lay flat for Matt? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready Always. to talk about him. Always. Um, so we'll start out with his, so his 2021, uh, 2020, 2021 season, he played 24 games at Michigan uh, where he put up uh, 10 goals, 14 assists and 24. Uh, so 24 points. So a nice point per game. Um, zero penalty minutes, which is kind of astounding for as much as he played. Also had a nice performance at the World Juniors this year. Seven games played, a goal, two assists, and three points. Uh, did have two penalty minutes, so that's probably going to have to knock him down a full round, I believe. But um, Eric, what do the fancy stats say about our boy? Fancy fancy stats insofar as they're available at this level. Yes. Uh, say... A few things. So I'm going to start with a little bit of between the between the blue line stuff is Mitch Brown over it at Elite Prospects rinkside does manual tracking of a few leagues and Benier's transition game was off the charts. I think maybe with the exception of some of his, I, I can't find it off the top of my head, but um, his transition stuff is awesome. So that that is good to know because I think Will Scouch sort of answered once that he thinks that like transition play helps sort of identify players who are able to translate their game to the next level. So that is a good sign. Uh, and then we have Byron Bader's hockey prospecting model, which looks at just point per game scoring in a given league and compares it to historical players in that same league. And so using last year's play in the U.S with the U.S. National Development Team program and this year's play with University of Michigan. His model gives Veneers a 35% chance to be a star in the NHL, which is for forwards producing at 0.7 points per game or more, uh, and then a 65% chance of becoming an NHLer. And I think the, the averages there are about 5% chance of being a star and 25% chance of making it. So he's very, very clearly... Uh, well above what your average forward is going to look like going into a, a given draft. We can dive a little bit deeper than that 
uh, by going to Simo Teperi's model, and, and Teperi works for Luco in the Finnish Liga as an analyst, and he created a draft model for the NHL draft where he compares and sort of compiles all these guys point per game scoring their impact on even strength scoring network and things of that nature uh, and actually tracks them over the course of multiple years to sort of see how they are progressing Uh, and of all the 227 forwards draft eligible forwards he has in his model veneers ranks fourth overall which is really impressive uh, especially well it's really impressive. I will <laughs> Just, say the, the yeah, it's it's impressive. Period. Boom. I will say the caveat here is that because of the COVID stuff, kerfuffle, all that nonsense, um, some of the players' stats in here are from last season, and some are from this current season. Veneers is from this current season. It, it hasn't totally updated. So at the time of the last update, he had 19 points in 20 games. So there still needs to be a little bit of uh, of stuff mm-hmm. added here. But but that just goes to show that he is one of the stronger statistical profiles of all the forwards in this draft class when you start to get below the point-per-game stuff. But even when you start there, he looks great on paper. Awesome. Uh, yeah, as you'll hear from Josh, uh, his big strength is problem-solving, which was uh, very interesting to take. So... Uh, after these commercials, make sure you guys enjoy our interview with Josh Tesler. The locker room is a perfect place to start or join a conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like yourself in the locker room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to the big news and rumors. You'll have a chance to talk with me and Kyle on Saturday as we'll be doing another uh, watch party during the second period. Um, so make sure you guys download the app on iOS. Um, it's free to download and create a profile link uh, your Twitter and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at my Fryhold to be notified when the group goes live, and you won't want to miss it. Uh, we're again planning on Saturday during the second period uh, to have another watch party, and we can't wait to see you guys and hear your thoughts on the San Jose Sharks. We've been telling you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. Um, today, we have a big, big matchup between cookies and cream and coconut almond. This is a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to lean slightly towards coconut almond. Um, I like almonds and I like coconut. And although cookies and cream is really good, I think I'm going to give the slight edge to coconut almond. Um, if you want to make your voice heard, you can head over to BillPar.com or bar underscore built on twitter and vote for your favorite bar uh remember to use the promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order that's locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order at billpar.com and check back to see who wins today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar get all the news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host peter rakowski updates you on the latest news and every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on today podcast wherever you get podcasts and we brought on Josh Tesler of Smot Scouting. I can't do a Boston accent. Um, Josh, hello. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, and thank you guys uh, so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, and uh, I would love to talk about Matthew Ben Ears. So, 
you are you are branded as the veneers expert from now on so uh, everything <laughs> you say will be held against you when it comes to matt veneers career you're uh, also, oh, your great. medal is on the way way too so you yeah. get a nice plaque and certificate so what uh so just before quickly before we get into veneers um josh just tell us a little bit about your scouting agency and kind of how you came to be uh scouting prospects for the nhl Sure. Um, sure. So I've been scouting for about, uh, sorry. Yeah. I've been scouting for about two to three years now. Um, I, um, so I'm sorry. So prior to starting my own site, um, I was scouting for Dauber prospects as well as future considerations. Um, and, uh, um, sorry. And around the start of the pandemic, um, I actually started to, um, sorry, I actually started to apply for, uh, sorry, I actually started to apply for master's programs. And at that point, um, sorry. And at that point I wanted to start my own site because I, um, sorry, because I wanted to ensure that I didn't have a ton of d- deadlines in front of me. Um, yeah. and so, uh, and so I pretty much wanted to go at my own pace, um, and I didn't, um, and I it didn't necessarily expect that, you know, I mean, I, I didn't necessarily expect that I would have a full team, you know, now, but, you know, I mean, but like, I'm very happy in terms of, uh, sorry, I'm very happy in terms of how far that we've come. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, um, but yeah, I mean, I love scouting uh, and before, uh, sorry, and before I was doing work for Dauber and Future Considerations, um, I, you know, I mean, I, I was doing a bunch of, um, uh, hockey writing, um, for, uh, sorry, for various sites. Um, and yeah, I, you know, yeah, I mean, and I just Perfect. started prospecting and, uh, yeah. And I didn't want to put it down. Hell yeah. And, uh, I mean, deadlines suck. So, uh, <laughs> I don't blame you there for that one. So, uh, let's, let's just get right into, uh, Maddie B. Is he the first overall so, choice? Yeah, so, I mean, in my, so, I mean, in my mind, yes. Um, the problem, um, so, so the problem is, is that this year, of course, we do not have a consensus number one. Right. Um, and so, you know, and so there's a variety of rankings that have, you know, you know, I mean, veneers, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, at any, I mean, at any spot, like one through five. Um, and, you know, but I mean, and I mean, but in terms of my per, sorry, I mean, in terms of my perspective, one of, I mean, one of the main reasons why I have him as, I mean, as high as I do is, um, sorry, is mainly because of his, com- yeah, sorry, mainly because of his compete level. Um, so one of, um, so one of the things that I always look for players um, is their compete level. Um, and, you know, I mean, and whether or not they can problem solve. Um, and so when you, you know, and so when you look at a guy like, sorry, when you look at a guy like Veneers, um, you know, his ability to, um, you know, to regroup, um, you know, in, uh, you know, I mean, in heavy trap defensive work, um, you know, and pull, you know, I mean, and pull back out, you know, button hook, um, and then regroup and then find another lane, uh, to, sorry, to, to use in, in order to get back into the offensive zone. You know, I mean, those are, you know, I mean, like, those are things that I love to see, um, you know, and I, um, you know, and the other thing that I really, really like about him is how, um, sorry, is how he can manipulate uh, defenders. So with his, I mean, so with his puck movement, um, 
you know, I mean, he, you know, I mean, he can draw you in and then open up space. And, um, you know, and while, you know, and while that might seem, you know, pretty, um, you know, pretty commonplace um, for, I mean, for him to do it as consistently as he, I mean, as he has been doing, I mean, that is, you know, I mean, that is pretty cool. Um, I, I like that you said problem solving. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing that you don't hear many, many scouts or coaches for that matter. I mean, coaches always say the same thing, but that's not something you hear many scouts, scouts and coaches talking about is the problem solving ability. And, and is he good? When you say problem solving, is he good with the puck finding, finding teammates and finding lanes, or is he good without it getting to soft spots on the ice and reading the play? Or, or is he just all around good at figuring out what's going on? Yeah. I mean, I would argue that he's all around good at, um, sorry. I mean, that, I mean that he's all around good at problem solving. Um, but you know, but I mean, if I had to, you know, but I mean, if I had to rank it, I mean, he's, I mean, he's definitely much better with the puck than without the puck, but, um, you know, but, you know, but I, I don't, you know, but I don't think, but I don't think the margin is that far apart though. Um, so I'm, Matt Bernier, like so far of what we've read and stuff like that, Matt Bernier's has been kind of my guy um, as well. What what do you think it, or what's been difficult, especially with Michigan, where there's such a stacked team and there's so much talent on this team, you know, especially with him where he's been kind of playing that fourth line role. Um, how much of that do you have to take into consideration where he's playing, you know, such a great team on, against lesser uh, competition on the fourth line? I mean, here, I mean, look, I mean, here's the thing. Um, you know, from, uh, sir, you know, from a, sir, from a time on ice perspective, I mean, he's been, I mean, he's been faring pretty well. I mean, when you look at, um, you know, I mean, when you look at the last like five or six games or so, you know, I mean, he was averaging roughly just 17 minutes per night. So, I mean, it's not, you know, so, I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, it's not top line, you yeah. know, uh, you know, I mean, time on ice, but I mean, the but I mean the discrepancy is not you know I mean it's not that far off. It's not like he's playing eight minutes a, a night. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, anytime you ha- anytime you can secede your time to John Beecher, you got to do it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Like John Beecher. Yeah, anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, and you know, I mean, and like the thing is, is that you know, I mean, when you play college hockey, you know, I mean, there's always this, um, you know, I mean, there's always this unwritten rule. That, you know, I mean, that if you are more senior, you know, I mean, you get, you know, I mean, you, I mean, you tend to get more, you know, time on ice. So, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I, I get why they play Beecher. It's just funny that yeah, John Beecher is the one C and they have Matt Veneers and Thomas Bordalo cruising around on lines two and three. <laughs> yeah, so what, what is, um, in your opinion, Josh, what does Veneers do better than most of the other guys in this draft class is there something that he excels at relative to his peers um so that's um so that's so i mean that's re- i mean that's really 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 tough i mean like because i mean you know i mean he's you know i mean he's all around a great player um but you know i mean when i talk about you know uh sorry but when i talk about like puck movement um that's you know, I mean, that's where I really, I mean, so I mean, that's where I see his biggest strength, but, um, you know, but I mean, you know, but I mean, it's not, you know, but I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, 
it's, I mean, it's not like there's something like, oh, I mean, his shot is like so much better, you know? So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's the little things for me that, um, you know, I mean, that really, I mean, that really, really catch my eye. Um, so, I mean, it's, so, I mean, I would argue that all around, um, you know, I mean, he's, you know, I mean, he's a far d- d- dominant player, but, you know, I mean, they're, you know, but I mean, if you I mean, but if you were looking at, you know, um, you know, but I mean, if you were breaking down all of like the fundamentals, um, you know, that's, you know, I mean, that's more of a challenge to, you know, um, you know, to pick out. Uh, yeah. So yeah. one thing like he's not like Cole Caulfield where Cole Caulfield is this amazing goal scorer and, and you can point to his goal scoring ability to be like, he's the best goal scorer or shooter in this draft. He just kind of is good at them all, but never is the best at any of them. I'm trying to think of a Sharks top here. And I can't. Sharks is like a Josh, a Josh <laughs> Norris type or like, you know, a, a, you love a, Josh Norris. Well, no, I, so I, uh, yeah, Josh Norris was initially one of the Sharks legion of Chris Tierney's, but he, he, uh, he improved his second, you're in college, I think. When I say Josh Norris, I mean the playing type or the sort of the profile where he is a good athlete, good at everything, but not necessarily mm-hmm. elite at anything. Maybe he goes a little higher than Josh Norris if they're in the same draft class because he's better at things, but sort of that type of all-around profile. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I mean, from a projection point of view, I mean, I see Beneers as more of like a 2C um i so with i mean so with this particular draft class right i um you know i mean i have yet to really um sorry i've yet to really come to terms in terms of a uh first line projection um and especially for forwards um so you know i mean it's you know i mean i you know i mean i would say that you know i mean sorry i mean i would say that i feel safer um labeling my projection for him as h2c but i mean i definitely see one c offensive upside but you know um but you know i mean as you know but i mean i just you know mean but i mean i just cannot you know i mean i just cannot like lock him into that one c spot you know yet so that, that's fair what's his what's his what's his floor then if you if, if the sharks take my veneers at whatever one through eight um What's his floor? So, um, so I mean that. I mean, so I mean where I see him as is more of you know. I mean, I see him as more of like a Matthew Barzell in terms of the production that he's capable of. I don't, um, but I don't think that he can surpass that. Um, so you know, I mean, so in order to keep you know expectations somewhat level. Right. You know, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't want to sell you and say, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, he's, you know, I mean, he's going to get to, you know, you know, I mean, I mean, he's going to get to 100 points consistently. You know, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that, I mean, that is way too tough for me to project. But yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I see him as a Matthew Barzell type, you know, forward, you know, and, you know, and given, you know, and given teammates and line mates, you know, I mean, there is potential for Beniers to surpass that. But, um, but, you know, I mean, I would say that, sorry, but I mean, I, but I mean, I would say that that's pretty much his floor. 
Hell yeah, I'll take that. Please. Yeah. That was way better than I was anticipating. Do you yeah. think he is he is the best forward in this draft class? I know it's hard to compare across different leagues often, but someone like Eklund producing really well in Sweden is intriguing. There are some other names like Lisel out there who who offer some exciting upside. If you had to pick one forward to take first, would you go with Ben Yers? Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, I mean, I tend to. I mean, I tend to look at Paniers as my top pick. Um, I, I mean, I really, I mean, I really, really like William Eklund um, and Fabian Lizell too. Um, you know, but you know, but I mean, as you know, but I mean, as I said, I mean, from a puck distribution standpoint. Um, you know, and from uh, sorry, and from a puck movement uh, perspective, I mean, I definitely see Brandier's much, I mean, much much higher. Um, and you know, I mean, and the problem solving thing too for me is very, I mean, is very very key. Um, you know, and I, you know, and it's um, sorry, and it's very intriguing to see a forward of his capacity. Um, you know, I mean, at, you know, I mean, at such a young age, um, you know, being, you know, being able to problem solve, you know, I mean, almost, you know, I mean, like almost like every single shift. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's hard, you know, I mean, it's hard at this point for me to put, you know, Fabian or William higher. Um, but, you know, but I mean, I definitely do see why some, um, so, but I mean, I definitely do see why some scouts and yeah, sorry. I definitely see why some scouts do have them. Yeah, sorry, do have those guys um up at one. So got it. Yeah. Got it. All right, guys. Before we continue our uh, interview with Josh of Smart Scouting, uh, we want to take a quick break and talk to you guys about our friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Um, all the football is over, NBA, March Madness, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline you recovers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline's got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. So head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fancy hockey expert Scott Cohen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fancy Hockey podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, that makes sense. So when you say problem solve, I'm thinking the other day, I'm you know comparing two guys. So maybe when like Redeem Shimek on the Sharks gets stuck kind of along the boards, he just goes glassing out. When Eric Carlson gets stuck, he looks to try to make a play, maybe put the puck between someone's legs and get open and make a better pass. Is that the type of thing you're talking about where he looks to sort of figure out the best approach out of the situation and not necessarily the easiest and fastest? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, I mean, that's, yes. I mean, that's pretty much dead on, but I mean, I would add to that. So, um, so yes, I mean, if Van Ears is getting up to the blue line, right. Um, And he's got, Sorry, and he's got a wall of defenders in front of him, and he tries. Um, sorry, and he tries to break through, and can't. 
Well, he's, I mean, well, I mean, he's going to button hook back um, river um, and then, you know, I mean, and then try a, another lane. I mean, and, you know, I mean, and it's, I mean, and it's also the same from his, um, sorry, it's also the same from a puck distribution point of view when, um, um, sorry, when he's trying to find a lane to pass through um, as well as from a, sorry, as well as from a puck movement perspective, um, you know, I mean, when he, um, you know, I mean, yeah, sorry, I mean, when he's going from zone to zone, um, you know, I mean, he, I mean, he can get very, very zigzaggy with the puck. Um, and so, you know, I mean, and so not every single trans, sorry, not every single zone to zone transition for him, you know, I mean, it's going to be a smooth, um, you know, I mean, it, you know, I mean, it's going to be a smooth line, right? So, um, you know, I mean, so he's always trying to weave through, um, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, and avoid, you know, traffic as much as possible. You know, and, That's okay. Um, I, I'm better. It's better than that than watching Milker Carlson dump it off the glass yeah, 400 times right, a game. Right, right. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate he's trying to, to do something some, with to the make buck. some things happen. Yeah. What? what um, so, so Matthew Beniers obviously is going to be a good pick for whoever, but kind of where the sharks are going to be. And I know that you've, you've thought about the sharks and looked at the shark situation. Um, even previous to this podcast, kind of what is Matthew Benier is going to be a better bang on their buck at forward than taking one of the top end D kind of like some draft theory here. You know what? It really, you know, it really depends on the sharks. I mean, because I mean, like the challenge is though, is that, you know, in terms of the sharks um, from a, from a roster building perspective, um, you know, I mean, they tend, you know, I mean, they tend to like more bigger set players, um, you know, and player, you know, and players that can be a little bit more physical, right. Um, you know, and, um, you know, and so one, you know, and so one of the players that comes to my mind for them is, um, Owen power. Um, and while, you know, and while from a physical grit perspective, power, um, you know, I mean, power isn't quite there yet. Um, you know, I, you know, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, I mean, I don't think it's far off, um, from a development perspective that he, I mean, that he could potentially get there. Um, and, you know, I mean, and when you look at some of the defenders that, that they have, like, um, sorry, like Burns, um, you know, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it, it, I mean, it is clear, I mean, that they would, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, that they would love to have someone like Power, um, you know, driving transition, um, you know, and, um, you know, and being, you know, and being a dominant force on the power play. Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, so that is definitely one way to go for them. I could, I mean, I could all see them going with, so I can all see them going with someone like Brian Clark too. So, I mean, you know, I, you know, because for the longest time, you know, I always, you know, I always thought of the Sharks as trying to build more of a defensive core um, and then building out from there. I mean, because, you know, because I mean, when you look at a, I mean, sorry, because when you look at the roster that, you know, I mean, you know, I mean that they've had for like the last few, few years, They've, um, you know, I mean, it definitely seems that they've tried to prioritize, you know, their, um, 
I mean, their defensive depth. Um, and so that's why, you know, I, you know, I mean, and so that's why I feel like, you know, at this point, I mean, I could definitely, I mean, I could definitely see them going power. I could definitely see them going with Brian Clark, um, Ben Ears, um, and the other, sorry, and the other um, prospect that I could see them going with is Jesper Wallstead. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Because, um, <laughs> sorry, because from a goaltending perspective, uh, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't need to remind you guys, but it's a wasteland. Of, like, points, <laughs> we know, know it's a wasteland exactly. out there. So, <laughs> oh, oh, we know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, so, I mean, at this point, you know, I mean, it pretty, I mean, it pretty much depends on, you know, I mean, the pick that they get, but, um, you know, but I, you know, but I remember reading it was a, it was a tweet from Tony Ferrari from the, the Dauber Prospects. I think he tweeted it out uh, last week, um, and he was talking about Jesper Wallstead, um, you know, and you know, and he said something like, "Okay, well, you know, I mean, well, he's clearly not the top one guy, but you know, I mean, but you, but I mean, you really can't go wrong, you know, I mean, if you." You know, I mean, if you take him somewhere in the t- t- top five, um, you know, I, you know, I mean, and from a, I mean, from a goaltender perspective, I mean, what, I mean, what he's done at his age, you know, in one of the, um, sorry, in one of the best professional leagues, I mean, is, I mean, you know, I mean, is really, I mean, is really, really hard to, to top. So how um, high would you take him? Um, Personally, I would say top three is a little high, but, um, you know, but I mean, uh, you know, but I mean, it's not, you know, but I mean, it's not out of me, but I mean, but it's not out of realm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm more confident in him being a, a top five pick. Um, one other question I had, so we wanted to, we kind of talked about a bunch of the Michigan guys, um, Kent Johnson has been kind of lurking around in that top 10 issues. So, um, kind of your quick thoughts on him, especially compared to Beneers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, so I very, so I very, very much like Kent, um, you know, and, um, you know, and one of the things that Kent has that, that Beneers doesn't um, is, you know, I mean, is Kent tends to be more of a flashy type player. Um, and that is, you know, I mean, and that is something that gets the fans, you know, more, um, you know, I mean, more, you know, interested, but, um, you know, but I mean, from an all around perspective, Kent, I mean, Kent really isn't there yet. Um, you know, I, you know, I really, I mean, I really, really like Kent's hands. I mean, you know, Kent, you know, I mean, Kent from a stick handling perspective, I mean, he's, I mean, he, I mean, he is easily one of the best, you know, stick handlers in this, sorry, in this draft class, Um, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, and I remember his, um, I, you know, I, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a goal, but it was a a backhand shot from at least medium danger. Um, It was early on this season too. And, you know, I mean, his, you know, I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he is an all uh, all around pest, but, um, you know, but I mean, the biggest challenge for him is definitely his, you know, in decisiveness when, when it comes to, um, sorry, I mean, when, 
it, I mean, when it comes to moving from low danger to medium danger to, I mean, or, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, or to high danger, um, you know, and finding, you know, I mean, and finding those lanes to, um, sorry, I mean, and finding those lanes to, to pass through, um, you know, and, you know, and when I look at the problem solving ability that Baneers has, you know, you know, I mean, Kent, you know, I mean, Kent, you know, I mean, yeah, sir, I mean, Kent does not have that. Um, and so from a quick decision-making perspective, you know, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I will see him, you know, find, you know, I mean, find lanes, you know, and have, you know, I mean, and have the teammates wave and say, you know, you know, I mean, I'm here and there's, you know, I mean, I'm here and there's a lane for you to use. And, you know, I mean, and he, you know, I mean, and he sits there and, you know, and isn't, you know, and isn't way too sure about that specific lane. And then, you know, I mean, and then there are times where he, I mean, where he does that. And then, I mean, and then he loses that lane. Um, So, you know, and as, you know, and as I've heard many people like Craig Button talk about, um, you know, you know, it's all about, um, sorry, it's all about how fast you can be in terms of the, um, sorry, it's all about how, how fast you can be when it comes to your decision-making. And, you know, and, and when I compare a guy like Ben Ears to Ken Johnson, you know, it's, you know, it's hard for me to have Ken in front of him. That makes sense. It seems like, uh, so Ken Johnson's super flashy, but not maybe not the greatest hockey IQ or decision-making while Berniers is a uh, much more kind of safer all around player, but maybe doesn't have the flash that Kent Johnson does. Um, yeah. One last question on Berniers. When do you expect to see him to crack the NHL? Oh man. Um, I, yeah, I, I really hate giving a, uh, <laughs> I mean, giving a projection gear. Understand. But uh, I mean, but I mean, you know, I mean, it really, I mean, it really depends on how camp goes next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, you know, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's really, really hard to say, but I mean, from any, I mean, from an ETA perspective, you know, I mean, there is potential that he could be ready for next year and, you know, and there is potential for him, you know, going, you know, I mean, going back to college for a, another year. Um, you know, and I know that some GMs are, you know, I mean, are kind of scared, you know, I mean, in terms of players going back to college, if they're going to take them out one. So, um, you know, so, I mean, that could be a factor as well in terms of, you know, I mean, in terms of what a GM decides to do, but, you know, um, you know, but I mean, I, you know, but I mean, it's hard for me to put a firm, you know, year on it. But I mean, I would either. But I mean, I would either say next year or um, or, the year you know, after. or the following year. Awesome, huh. perfect. Um, thank you, Josh. Where can where can everybody find your work? Um, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So you can find my work um, on Smart Scouting, um, and my Twitter handle is Josh Tesler underscore. Uh, perfect. And the and the Twitter handle for Smart Scouting is smart like the boston way so s-m-a-h-t scouting yep perfect and then that's josh tesler at josh tesler underscore um you can find us at locked on sharks as always you can find us on the internet at facebook and instagram email at locked on sharks at gmail.com uh you can get at any of us 
JD, my Fryhole, Eric, Foulball15, me, Kyle Demetrius. And again, you can find Josh in all his scouting work. I'm sure he's going to be a busy dude coming up to the draft in July. So Josh Tesler underscore, and then check out uh, Smart Scouting uh, for all, all of his work. Josh, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you for being the Beneers expert. <laughs> yeah, and thank you guys so much for having me on. Perfect. Have a good one, and we will catch you guys tomorrow.